Welcome to Breathe on Me with P.K. Milnick. That's me, Pastor Keith. Uh, This podcast series is 101 Bible-based devotions on the Holy Spirit. Uh, Today you'll be listening to a devotion called Assured by the Holy Spirit. Uh, It's actually the 11th uh, devotion in Chapter 1 of my book, Breathe on Me by P.K. Milnick, uh, that deals with the Holy Spirit in salvation. The verse that carries that chapter is from Job chapter 33, verse 4. The Spirit of God has made me, and the breath of the Almighty gives me life. Okay, so I'm on page 29 of my book, day 11, Assured by the Holy Spirit. Uh, I'm going to have a verse here, Psalm 51, 11. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Here we go. Paragraph one. When Saul was anointed by the prophet Samuel to be the first king of Israel, the Spirit of God rushed upon him and turned him into another man. Through the Spirit, Saul both prophesied with the prophets and rallied the troops of Israel to victory in battle. However, as it so happened, Saul deliberately disobeyed a direct command of God given through Samuel. And as a result, not only was the kingdom torn away from him, but the Holy Spirit was also taken from him. Yes, you read that right, you heard that right. The Spirit of God left him never to come back. So hold on. Does that mean that if we sin by breaking the commandments of God, that the Holy Spirit will also leave us? King David must have thought so, because after he committed adultery with Bathsheba and then had her husband Uriah killed, he prayed and pleaded with God to not cast him away from his presence, and to not take the Holy Spirit from him. It could well have been that he remembered what had happened to his immediate predecessor, King Saul, and how the Spirit was taken from him when he sinned. However, the difference between Saul and David was that David showed evidence of a repentant and a contrite heart. As a result, by the mercy of God, he was granted forgiveness and favor, and by the grace of God, the Holy Spirit was allowed to remain upon him. It seems that under the Old Covenant, the Holy Spirit could, and sometimes did, leave a person when they willfully broke a commandment of God. However, today, on this side of the cross of Christ, we're living under the New Covenant. Under this dispensation, once given, the Spirit never leaves a person. Never, ever. He indwells us, seals us, and causes us to become a new creation in Christ once and for all. We would do well to remember and understand that the Spirit residing within us is not dependent on our thoughts or actions, whether good or bad. We're forever sealed with the Spirit as a guarantee of our inheritance. The Spirit is given as a gift, and God doesn't take back His gifts. They're irrevocable. This means that we can have complete confidence that if we have received the Holy Spirit, He will always be with us. Therefore, when we sin, there's no need to stress out over the fear of the Spirit departing from us. Yes, we still need to confess our sins before God and man. That's a given. But based on the words of Jesus, we can rest assured that though we sin and grieve the Spirit who who indwells us, the Spirit will never give up on us and never leave us. This devotion concludes a verse in John 14, 16. And Jesus said, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you 
forever. Hey, the assurance of salvation is such an important topic. Um, I'm going to actually give you a little bonus on this particular uh, episode in this podcast. Um, if you were to go to uh, uh, the harborchurch.net website and uh, click on the I'm new uh, menu and then go to where it says beliefs and then click the button additional resources. Yeah, I know it's a lot to go through there. Uh, you find theological distinctives. Uh, there's actually 28 uh, in that, uh, on that webpage. But I- I'm going to call your attention to number 11, uh, which has to do with eternal security. And I thought I would just read through this. Um, it's pretty clear and concise. Um, so it says this. It says, eternal security, it means you can't lose your salvation. And uh, I'm just going to read this like word for word what it says here. It says, we believe that upon a true conversion experience, a believer is once for all time, and here we go, this 11 things, born again by the Holy Spirit to be a child of God, united with Christ in the likeness of death, and power of his crucifixion, transferred from the domain of darkness into the kingdom of light, set free from a life of slavery, redeemed from the curse of the law, justified before God in light of Christ's righteousness, brought to life from death, adopted into the family of God, transformed into a new creature in Christ, sealed with the Holy Spirit. And the last one is, has his or her name written into the Lamb's book of life with the promise of Jesus that his or her name will never be blotted out. Okay, there's 11 things there. And so if you're thinking, wow, yeah, I could lose my salvation, that would mean that it's possible to be unborn again by the Holy Spirit. Uh, That it would be possible to disunite yourself with Christ. Uh, That would mean that you would be transferred back to the kingdom of darkness from the kingdom of light. It means that you'd be, never mind being set free from life of slavery, that you would regain a life of slavery. Uh, It would mean that you're not redeemed from the curse of the law. You're not justified before God. It means that you're actually brought to death rather than to life. Uh, Somehow you're unadopted from the family of God. Uh, You're not transformed into that new creation, uh, but you're going the other way. Uh, You're not, somehow you lose your seal of the Holy Spirit, and somehow your name is blotted out of the book of life. And just according to the scriptures, none of that is possible. So let me just keep reading that uh, little section on theological distinctives. It says, Since it was God himself who first appointed, elected, and predestined us unto salvation— Uh, He chose us before we chose him, uh, promised to complete the work that he himself started within us, assures us that he will never leave or abandon us. He protects us and will never perish nor experience his wrath. We hold that God is the author, sustainer, and finisher of our salvation. Therefore, a believer may rest secure in his or her salvation and will ultimately persevere into the end to ultimately experience the joys and beauty of heaven." All right, there's a little caveat coming here in the final paragraph of this, uh, on, this, on this website. It says, Considering the greatness of this gift of salvation that God has granted to men in Jesus Christ, believers holding fast this assurance until the end should take care to strive to conform to the image of Christ, be mindful to obey the commands of Christ, and proclaim the gospel of Christ. 
A believer should also be mindful not to neglect his or her salvation nor abuse it by willful sinning. So I think that's what we're really saying is it's not like you, you have salvation, now you have a card to do whatever you feel like because you can just never lose it. It's not the case, not what really happening here. If you're truly born again of God, you're going to want to obey the commandments of God. You're going to want to please God. The spirit within you will just make that happen. Okay, so that was a lot on assurance of salvation and eternal security, really the same thing. Uh, so that's devotion uh, number 11. Uh, Hope, hope the next one is coming up. Boy, I have to look at this one. Uh, next one coming up is called Guaranteed by the Holy Spirit. Uh, I hope you can join me for that one. Uh, before I sign off, just want to encourage you to click the follow button once again and really appreciate it if you would share my podcast with someone you think would enjoy it. Until uh, my next uh, podcast episode, just want to uh, be in prayer for you that you would be assured that you would just enjoy and embrace the assurance that the Holy Spirit gives you that you are His. Bye for now.